This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. All right. Welcome back with another episode of Paladin Financial Talk. This is Nikki Foley, and I'm here today with Mr. Jeff Foley and our co-host, Tony Shore. Hello, gentlemen. Woohoo! Yeah, great to be hello, here. Hello. We are happy today, aren't we? We are very we are. happy. I we are actually a little more casual today, and so you know, casual Friday. Casual Friday. It is casual. We're recording the show on Casual Friday. Yes, mm-hmm. I have my financial planning legs exposed. <laughs> so luckily, the camera is only from the uh, chest up, so that's good. Well, let me tell you, gentlemen, what we're talking about today. So our focus for the month of August is on happy retirement. How do you feel about that? Happy. I am very happy to hear about how I can have a happy retirement. (laughs) I'm happy working uh, because this is what I do for a living. So doing the show each week with you is great. In a way, you're kind of already retired, Tony. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you think it, you think doing the show each week with you is uh, it's a retirement? Touche, touche. Uh, I don't know about that. So um, let's talk a little bit about this. So month of August is going to be focused on happy retirement. And the title of our episode today is Thriving During Big Transition. So we thought that that would be a good place to start. Is if you think about this chronologically, we're starting with our transition. And so many of our listeners uh, have already been through life transitions. And so they've been through graduations. They have been through getting married and having kids and switching jobs and other things. So it shouldn't feel like that crazy of a thing to have happen. But reality is that the focus on retirement should be an exciting time, but it can be confusing if you don't have a plan. And working with the right professional might also provide a level of support to assist in this process. Um, And it should be a time where you feel like you're thriving and it's happy. Back to what we talked about, happy retirement. And you guys probably didn't pick up on this, but I did do self-proclaimed title of director of happiness just a few weeks ago. And is it a quidentic? coincidence that we are now talking about happy retirement? Whoa, you take your job very seriously. I don't know. You brought your A game to that. <laughs> Nikki, you wear a lot of hats, but the director of happiness, that's that's a good one. That fits you. It does. It does. Yeah. With retirement, as Nikki mentioned, there's a lot of different transitions that people work through. You have the retirement itself and all that comes about that that we'll, we'll dig into, but you have your kids' weddings that you're involved with, um, maybe parents moving them into a facility or taking care of them and dealing with medical issues, and also, uh, unfortunately, ultimately, parents passing away as well. So there's a lot of transitions that happen throughout life and retirement. There's a whole bunch of them packaged there together that we want to think through. As you say that, Jeff, and you add on some of those other things, you know, when you're going through it and you're in the moment, you might not even realize the stressors piling up. And so when you think about retirement and having a plan and it being a transition, people might not even resonate. resonate. They're looking forward to it. And all of the sudden, though, they get into it and life is happening to them. 
and they don't realize that some of this is piling up. And so having some thoughtful conversation around this is, is the purpose is, you know, having a guide to come back to things makes it easier when you're in the heat of the moment and life feels crazy. All right, let me, let me take stock of where I'm at. And people say this is normal or others have been there. They have felt this way too. And they found here's some coping mechanisms or guides to get through it. And so to guide us in this conversation, I've done a little research and pulled some content together and I've really enjoyed, it's a best New York times, bestselling author and motivational speaker. His name is Bruce Filer. And so I don't know if you guys have heard of him or not, but he has several books out I there. Have. He's oh good. So TED Talk, he's he's motivational speaker essentially, and he pulls a lot of his content from experiences that he has had. So he spent 5 years talking to people about the biggest life transitions in one of his books and some of that came from if I remember right, he had gone through some you know, impactful things like a bankruptcy and some very uh, key things. And then he went on to do research to, you know, provide a framework and some put some thought around this. And so again, the book that I've, I've spent a little bit of time with is Life is in the Transitions, Mastering Change at Any Age. So let's look about, let's look, excuse me, at what some of those transitions mean and how to navigate them effectively. And uh, let's start with, he had three phases of life transition. So Jeff, take our, take our listeners through that. Yeah. So filer or feeler, we're not sure. I think Jury's it's, filer. Out. it's filer. filer. Okay. Yeah. It's official. It's filer. Yeah, Nikki got it right. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, three phases of life transition. Number one would be the long goodbye, which we'll dig into. Number two is the messy middle. And number three is new beginnings. And the long goodbye in reading this that stood out to me immediately Nikki's family, the Kelly family, <laughs> okay. um, is uh, they have a, a habit, a wonderful, joyful, loving habit of <laughs> when we're somewhere and we're leaving to go from point A to point B, there's a very long goodbye. So you have about a 25 minute goodbye at the table in the restaurant, and then you stand up for another 10 minutes, further goodbyes. <laughs> and then you make it out to the parking lot, you got another goodbye there, and then you're on the road. So. He talks about it's the, a process. The I think there is much joy in that process. <laughs> I think what you're trying to tell me here is rip the bandaid off. Let's get going. Uh, that's it. That's his uh, first step is, yeah, the long goodbye. I love you. I love your family. Oh, well, in um, my family, um, you know, I'm half Irish, but my family's pretty good at the Irish goodbye. You've heard of an Irish goodbye, right? Yeah. Like, uh, my mom and dad will be at a family event. And as I got older and drove myself or was hanging out with my cousins, my, I'd meet my mom and dad at the f- big family event on her side mostly. And all of a sudden people go, where'd your mom and dad go? <laughs> Literally gone. Like they would go home after the meal, people were sitting around talking and then somebody would notice my mom and dad weren't there. And they didn't say goodbye to me or anything. They just disappear. And that's yeah. the Irish goodbye. So it could be worse. I mean, I don't know. I, I might prefer the long goodbye over the Irish goodbye, that, but I'm guilty of the Irish goodbye as well. If I'm at a party or event, I go, I have fun, I meet people, and then sometimes I slip out because goodbyes get, you know, yeah, yeah, it gets messy. I don't want to weep, you know. Yeah, I don't weep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in the book, Filer talks about instead of having that elongated goodbye, is rip, because you mentioned rip the Band-Aid off and face, face what you need to face and move sure. on. Yeah. 
Sure. Makes sense. All right. So the messy middle, I did take this one for myself. Sometimes I feel like we live in a state of messy. So I really felt like I associated with this one and wanted to to talk on this one. But again, back to thriving in transition tactics that go along with knowing that there is this messy middle. And he gave us some tactics to think through this and there's six of them. But first of them, first one is assess your well-being and That seems like simply stated, one of the activities, have you guys heard of, it's called 75 hard. It was something that was very popular at the beginning of the year, right after New Year's. um, Never heard of it. New Year's resolutions. Okay. So 75 hard, very, very basic terms here is it was 75 days and there were several tasks that you had to be responsible for in that day. So it was whatever your workout routine was, do your workout routine. I think you actually had to do it for, let's say an hour or whatever it might be. And uh, I think on the 75 hard, you're actually supposed to do two workouts a day. Uh, Point being, though, gratitude and eating right, whatever your commitments were, you had to do all of them for 75 days straight. Well, 75 days is a long time, right? But my point in this one was one of the things that you were responsible for doing was three things that you are grateful for that day. And before you go to bed, take stock of that and write those down. And so... Same point here, as you are living in this messiness and you feel like there is chaos around you, taking time to find gratitude and making it a practice on a regular basis. And so uh, people found with 75 hard, as you can find in the name, to do that on a regular basis and be consistent is hard, right? Yep. yep. Some of these others are fairly fairly basic and you can... Um, you know, associate them with, with what's going on in your life, but fostering weak connections. And so making sure you make a habit of if you aren't having regular interactions with maybe family members or friends or whoever it might be, making sure you're the one that sends the text message or writes the note or whatever uh, works for your communication style. But, but reaching out and being the initiator is the point of that one. Also, celebrating the small things and knowing what makes you happy. And there is joy in some really basic things in life, but again, it, it, it associates quite well with the first one is just making sure that you're, you're taking time and recognizing the small wins that you're having and having gratitude. And then acts of kindness will increase your happiness. And so this is one that you guys have probably have your own stories that go along with it. But at times when you do feel the chaos or you feel like you're off, off center a little bit, as you do acts of kindness for others, you are naturally building your happiness bucket. And so if you have those moments when it feels like nothing is on track and you're, you're coming off the tracks, maybe is a better way to say it, making conscious effort to do good deeds, whether it's for the neighbor, your family, past coworkers and and finding that. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Good Jeff. Jeff. Mm -hmm. And the point there. That was, that was good. Tony, you could probably have some fun with us. We could maybe keep a long running points. I'm going to have to up my game here. Track. I'm going to need an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, the fifth one is address what worries you, which is, I think uh, we don't have to go into too much detail because I want to get to the sixth one. And this is the one that I love. Do something that you haven't done before. And so I want, I uh, want to mention an article. So maybe a couple of weeks ago on social media, I did a quick snippet on Instagram and Facebook, and I had found this article that was titled, and you're going to love this title, 11 bold tips to help you enjoy retirement plan for a fantastically happy future. 
just rolls off the tongue. I love that. A fantastically happy future. It doesn't get much better than that. But one of the points in that article was think big and act bold. And that the the author of both that article, which was Kathleen Coxwell, and then again back to Mr. Bruce um, uh, Filer here, points of doing something that you haven't done before and using retirement as that time that you don't hold back. You go big. You only have this opportunity one time, so let's go. And, and energizes you. You try something new, you've thought about, delayed, and have put off, but gives you kind of a renewed energy. Yeah. Well, I love that. A, fi- a fantastically happy future. Name of my first album? Oh, a fantastically happy future. Oh, there like you that. go. I like I Not like easy it. to say. doesn't roll <laughs> off the tongue exactly. But, uh, but makes you feel good when you it say makes, it, doesn't it? Makes you feel good. In this article, there was the piece that I liked, and you'll find that I'm not advocating for this when I tell you the story, but there was one of, there was a 2015 a theft of like 300 million in jewels and gold from it was Tony. I think you and I had talked about this conversation before you knew what I was talking about, but the point I'm making here when they got to the bottom of it and who, you know, was responsible for the theft, it was mostly made up of retirement age crooks that were in their sixties and seventies. And so when you think about think big, (laughs) act bold, not saying, not saying that this is your act of boldness, but you certainly get the point of do something big. Yeah, yep. that's amazing. Yeah, they stole, I remember that news story, and they stole a bunch of uh, diamonds and gold from the jewelry district district in London, and it was all retired seniors in their six, late 60s, early 70s uh, who'd planned the heist. They almost got away with it too, but, you know, we know crime doesn't pay. We're not saying do that. No, no, no. Paladin Financial does not condone theft. No, no, no exactly. <laughs> One of our um, insurance carriers that we partner with, Allianz Life Insurance, they're actually based here in um, Minneapolis. They had done a study at, um, you know, people are living longer at this point. And yep. so what is the perspective that goes along with that? And what do you do with those extra years that are afforded to you? And 49% of the respondents said they would be open to lots of new and interesting possibilities because of that. And I think that's the spirit of what we're trying to share here is go, do, think big, act boldly, and let's have some fun in retirement, yeah. right? Exactly. Good. Good. Uh, I think, Jeff, you actually told me this, um, and I don't remember what the conversation was exactly, but entrepreneurs, like the age group with the largest entrepreneurs are actually over the age of 50. And that's the largest group or yeah. something of that nature. Yeah. I think you'd given me that statistic at one point. All right. And the final one, uh, it was the third thing of his framework and these tactics that Bruce had given us in the book was new beginnings and where are you going and having a plan for that. And so I think that that's uh, an important piece as we started this conversation. And one of the first things we mentioned in the first one was maybe it, it, calls for having a professional with you. You have a pretty good idea of what you might want to do, but let's talk about from a simplistic perspective. If you want to learn to sail, are you going to learn to do that all by yourself? No. No, No, probably probably not. You're going to call on a professional of some sort. You're not going to sit in a sailboat with uh, watching YouTube videos on how to sail on your iPhone. I'd be there a while. (laughs) Yeah. Probably not. So looking at fun activities, you're going to call on a professional. You're going to call on somebody that will help you. No different from a financial perspective. 
wouldn't it make sense to call upon a professional? Yeah, that's actually a good example. You could figure it out sitting in the boat for hours and hours, looking at YouTube videos, reading things on the internet, but you could climb through that learning curve and probably be safer along the way as well by finding a professional that could help you out. And that's what we do for our clients in planning for retirement is thinking through a lot of the things that we get into on the show and also having the peace of mind of knowing this person knows what they're dealing with and you know has some good advice for you. Yeah, all the advice uh, you can find on clips online aren't always the best. They don't always know what they're talking about and there are a lot of mistakes you can make trying to do that. It's better to find a professional in person and get that help in person, especially yeah. with something like sailing or financial planning and retirement planning, yeah. right? Answer to any question is probably out there on the internet on any topic nowadays, but it's the wisdom of how does how do all these inputs apply to me in my situation? Right. So. Good. Jeff, so taking a step away from those tactics that he gave us, another point that he made is recognizing there's some emotions. Let's talk through that part. Yeah. So naming them, and this is something we, we picked up uh, as well from a business coach that we work with, Coach Chad, and he used the analogy example with himself as he names his emotions. So if he's being uptight about something and wanting things to be, you know, his OCD or whatever is kicking in, that he names that. There's, there's silly Chad trying to make sure that everything is perfect and expecting it. And you kind of laugh at yourself. You literally have a smile on your face naming that. So naming whatever those emotions are that you're experiencing and preparing for retirement or any other transition uh, helps put, take some air out of that a little bit. So we do that. Um, I've started doing that with myself and trying to incorporate that into uh, you know, making myself even more perfect, but that applies to, uh, uh, I don't know if you want to share Jack's. Well, I was going to, you know, Jeff and I started working together uh, beginning of this year. We spent 15 years before working together and then had a small break and then came back together here in the beginning of January. And Jeff is a very detailed oriented individual and I am in other areas, but we actually had to use that tactic when we got back together and we started working together because it can be a stressful or a, you, you pick up and you hone in on things. And we, it, we had some fun with it that we were able to say, there's the detail oriented Jeff, you know, and do we need to be detail oriented in every area? And a lot of them, the answer is yes in the profession, but are there areas? And it at least allowed us to have some good banter and humor that went along with it. And we've had to do that with our son as well. Yeah. You can tell the story on Jax. I mean, it is. Yeah. So <clears throat> Jax is our son. He's eight and he has a lot of energy. It's yeah. uh, there's always commotion going on. It's not, he doesn't walk across the room. He's, you know, furniture is moving along the way and <laughs> food on the floor. We're not even sure where that came from. He ate an hour ago, but yeah. uh, so we named it, it occurred to us. He's kind of like the Tasmanian devil. And what's we, sure. We named that and we share that with him as you're kind of a, a Taz and, and uh, showed him a video about that and it helps us <laughs> chuckle and makes it a little bit easier to, to, uh, I love that cartoon, the yeah. Tasmanian devil yeah. just yeah. spinning and things are flying everywhere. That's yeah. Jax. Yeah. God bless him. Jax has a lot of energy. I did as a child as well. My poor parents, I feel bad for, <laughs> but I like, that's a unique idea. Naming your emotions. I like to call my OCD Brad. 
<laughs> um, and it's just uh, it's just a guy I know. I'm not going to name names, Brad Zinda, but anyway, uh, some of us know him. Uh, anyway, uh, that's funny though. Naming your emotions that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, that's actually a neat idea. It, it, we are all in relationships here, you know, with with spouses and and kids. And how well does it go when you're going through an emotional situation, one of you, and the other person has an opinion and wants to help you through that or give you some advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not always Crick- yeah. crickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have had the crickets ready there because yeah, that doesn't always go over. Exactly. But yeah. when you can bring in naming it and recognizing it, that's where the humor comes in. So again, as you're going yeah. through retirement and sometimes uh, additional layers of marriages and uh, elderly parents going through, uh, you know, medical situations, being able to bring some lightheartedness was the point mm-hmm. that he was making for us. Good. Uh, and the, the next one that we pulled out and thought was worth sharing here was marking life's transitions with rituals and celebrations. And he had pointed out something from the New York Times uh, quote, and I'll, I'll read this one here. Nearly eight in 10 said they turned to rituals. They sang, danced, hugged, purged, tattooed, skydives, and among other things. But they they changed their names. They did things that marked that point in their life where they were making a transition. They did it with rituals and celebrations. And I think that's a good thing uh, is it gives you something to look forward to. It and creates, you're talking about retirement, right? Exactly. The transition I, of retirement, people did those things when they retired. Yeah. I think celebrating any any win or transition or change too makes when you know you have another one coming up, makes that a little bit easier. So you sure. You're going to have some celebration as a result of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, one of the things that we had done for my dad when he retired was we um, bought I think it was I don't know how many minutes it was, but a race car. So he got to go drive a race car on a track, and that's not actually that hard to find. A lot of cities offer something like that, but do something, give a life experience that they may never have, or you create one for yourself, whatever it might be. And so that's, good. Uh, that's a good one to to give some idea of what we're talking about. The last area we'll talk about uh, next to last is taking control of your story and expecting that you're going to have some change. You're going to have some emotions, again, naming those emotions, but take control of your story. And as it relates to retirement, don't let retirement happen to you. Be proactive with that. And what do you want that to look like? And actually sitting down and spending some time to think about what do you want to achieve and enjoy and do? And who do you want to spend that time with in retirement? and being intentional about that. So we talk a lot about with our clients being intentional with your money. Money finds a way of spending itself. Time finds a way of spending itself as well. And the years can slip by very quickly. And gosh, I wish I would have done this and wish I would have done that. Now I can't. So be proactive. This is your table. This is your retirement table. You decide who sits at it and what that is going to look like. So take control and, and paint that story that you want to have. Yeah, excellent. I think that you and Matt Bryant are going to spend time on this next week and diving a little bit deeper into that, actually. We are, yeah. Actually, next week's topic is going to be your retirement manifesto. And tying in with this this topic here is what do you want your retirement to look like and uh, having some control over that. So we're excited to to dig into that here in our month. We're, again, talking about retirement. Happy retirement. Happy retirement. Happy retirement. Yes. I love it. So I love tuned. our theme for the month. Happy retirement. That's yeah. a good one. Good. 
Um, so a number of things there, things will, will go wrong as you plan for any transition. Things are not going to be perfect. Expect that going in and that will help to reduce stress as changes occur. Sometimes even positive changes are stressful for people. You think of people that win the lottery. We have the mega million drawing tonight. Tony's going to win one and a quarter billion dollars. He's going to experience some stress over the weekend. He's going to have <laughs> friends and family members that haven't talked to him in years uh, calling him up and wanting to get together and barbecue. So Yeah, um, you got to play to win, and I haven't played. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a lottery guy, but maybe I should. Now you're making me think maybe I should. Yeah. So not, I think, too, we were actually talking to Coach Chad yesterday. There's a couple references in here for him today is don't expect things to be perfect. And a phrase that I like to use a lot is don't let perfect be the enemy of good. So getting something to done and spending some time on that, whether that's your will, your estate plan, your retirement dreams, uh, getting something down on paper and being thoughtful about that. You can always change it later, but it's better than not having anything in place at all. But the way I view this and everything you have talked about in the show today is it really illustrates how important it is to have a plan. Right, everything's not going to be perfect, but if you can avoid making really costly mistakes with your retirement, it'll make that transition so much easier and happier. You'll have a happier retirement if you know you have a plan in place. The, the stress that relieves and I think for our listeners out there, that means working with a financial services professional like yourself, Jeff, uh, giving Paladin a call and making sure that you have a full retirement plan in place. And if you feel you already have one, maybe get a second opinion, right? Yeah, absolutely. All of our clients have what we call a Paladin plan Yep. where we're very thoughtful. We have a process of success that we go through with our clients to make sure that plan is updated over time. And there are a number of areas that we address through that planning process and not not all of those areas are things that we have direct control over, and but we want to influence and help our clients think through some of these things. Again, be thoughtful and intentional throughout that. Yeah, but this transition, it is a big one. It doesn't have to be stressful, though, because uh, I like to make the point, my wife and I are only going to go through this transition once. We're only going to retire once, hopefully. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's once in our life. So we don't always know what to expect. Our listeners out there are going to go through this transition once. But you, uh, Nikki and Jeff, you go through this with your clients on a daily basis with the people you meet with. And so you know the process, you know to avoid the potholes. And avoiding potholes makes me happy. Yeah. It makes Sarah and I happy. And that's why you want to make sure you work with a financial services professional. Yeah. I am, um, you know, oftentimes people will ask, why do you love what you do? Why do you guys do what you do? And it's really simple for me. The what I hope we can give to our clients is that they get to have a happy retirement. They don't have to think about the stress of the moving numbers and the things that are going around on around them. They get to have fun and they get to turn that over to us as the professionals so that life is good. Like turn right. it over to somebody where they don't have to think about it. And that's the joy of working with a professional. Spoken, but like a true director of happiness. That <laughs> uh, It's good to see you've got a really good DOH in the office, D -O -H, Jeff. D -O -H. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if I Coined say I'm, here first. Uh -huh, yeah. If I say I'm the DOH, I don't know, guys, if anybody's going to really get the true spirit of being the director of happiness. They don't hear that word. Or, or in Homer Simpson's uh, 
terms, doh. <laughs> D-O-H, doh. Well, if you've liked what we've talked about today, we have more for you. And what I have really enjoyed about this conversation and what we're trying to give you is there's both the tactical side of the, of things, the financial aspect and, and that, but also recognize there's a softer side on things as well. And being able to give you some tactics and things to be aware of so that you can address both the financial and the emotional side as you go through life's transitions. But again, if you want more of this, we do have an upcoming webinar. It's called Creating Buckets for Your Bucket List. It's on Tuesday, August 15th at noon. It is a webinar, so that is online. Uh, It's not face-to-face, online. And the spirit of it is, is whether you're currently employed or you've already retired, the task of having to use savings and money you have, you know, accumulated for bucket list items or even essential living expenses and meeting those retirement needs can kind of be overwhelming. So we're going to talk through that and failing to to plan properly for that could have an impact on your overall financial strategy and the long-term goals that you have in place. So we'll talk about strategies to accommodate short, mid, and long-term needs, guidelines for withdrawing funds from the different accounts and when to take it and Again, working with a professional, there's some uh, benefits with that. Balancing living expenses with the pursuit of things that you want to do that are on your bucket list. So it should be good. We're talking about a little bit about taxes play into that as well. Mm -hmm. So it should be a well-rounded conversation. We'd love to have you again. That's on Tuesday, August 15th at noon. And if you are interested in joining, the link is on our Instagram page, Facebook page, LinkedIn. We've posted on it a couple of times. Uh, access it there. And if you are one of our clients, you have should have an email in your inbox as well. And as always, please take a moment. If you're enjoying the show, take a moment to give us a review on whatever you're listening to the podcast through, or if you're watching this on YouTube, take a moment. We'd really appreciate that. Gives us the opportunity to share this word with others like you that could benefit from this as well. And as always, if you would like a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan, give us a call at 651-842-8406 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. That actually leads us to another big announcement. Before we go, before we wrap up, what's the big announcement you have, Nikki? Do we have like a drum roll that we can like play? Well, I, don't, it, uh, I don't know if I really have. We have, the, we have some cheering. Yeah. <laughs> Some cheering, that's for sure. Our YouTube viewers didn't get to hear the cheering there. But the announcement that we're making here is we have officially secured the new URL paladinfinancial.com. So we have been using Financial Paladin as we uh, came into our career, and there's a story behind that. But can be confusing since our name is Paladin Financial. So we have secured paladinfinancial.com. Tell, tell our, our listeners and our viewers, though, what is a paladin and how this came to be? Yeah, Paladin is a determined advocate, a defender, goes back to Roman times. Originally, were 12 Paladins that were trusted advisors to the emperor. So if you look at our logo, it is a shield, and that's because we're here to help protect our clients and their families throughout their lifetimes. Awesome. So moving forward, right now, right now we are still at Financial Paladin. But we will have the new the new URL up in, you know, hopefully in the next few weeks. Yes. So paladinfinancial.com is going to be yours in the next couple of weeks. Correct. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I like that. There's a <laughs> yes. big mic drop for you. 
Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us. I always enjoy doing this with you, Jeff and, and Tony. And I think we had a great conversation today. And I'm really looking forward to the month of August and a focus on happy retirement. So Jeff already gave you our phone number, but one more time, 651-842-8406. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks and have a great weekend. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our hosts, Jeff and Nikki Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.